The following is my conversation with Jeffrey Shainline, Director of Parasitology at Betty Ford Center. His passion for parasitic diseases was on full display as we talked about the various types of parasites that can affect humans and the methods used to track them. This is a interesting topic and I'm sure you'll enjoy this episode. Thanks for listening. Our thanks to Rubberneck Seconds for sponsoring this show. I'll introduce our first guest. Hello, this is Lexman talking with Jeffrey Shanline, Director of Parasitology at the Betty Ford Center in Rancho Mirage, California. Jeffrey's research interests focus primarily on the epidemiology and treatment of parasitic diseases. In this episode, we discuss tracking parasites in humans. Thanks for having me on Lexman. So Jeffrey, why is tracking parasites so important? Parasites are really important because they're the link between humans and their environment. They're the first line of defense against disease and they can play a really important role in human health. For example, parasitic worms like schistosomes can impair human health by causing bladder cancer or liver inflammation. What different types of parasites inhabit humans? There are a lot of different types of parasites that can affect humans. For example, parasitic worms like schistosomes can infect the liver, intestines, and bladder, intestines and bladder. Protozoa like amoebas can cause infection in the lungs and helminths like Toxoplasma gondii can infect the brain. What methods are used to track parasites in humans? There are uh, a few different methods that are used to track parasites in humans. For example, we can use blood tests to detect infections with parasitic worms, protozoa, and helminths. We also use urine samples to detect infections with helminths like Toxoplasma gondii, and we can use fecal samples to detect infections with protozoa like amoebas. What are some of the biggest challenges that you face when tracking parasites in humans? The biggest challenge that we face when tracking parasites in humans is that the rates of infection can be different from person to person to person to person. And sometimes it can be really hard to detect infections with parasitic worms or helminths. That's definitely true. In your work at the Betty Ford Center, what are some of the most notable cases that you've worked on? Some of the most notable cases that I've worked on incorporated a case study of a man who was infected with schistosomes and a case study of a woman who was infected with Toxoplasma gondii. That sounds like it would be really interesting to hear more about those cases. So what's next for Jeffrey Shane Line? Next for me is continuing my research focus on parasitic diseases and the role that they play in human health. I'm also working on developing new methods for tracking parasites in humans and I'm also interested in working with hospitals and clinics to educate them about parasite prevention and treatment. Jeffrey, do you have any funny parasite stories that involve comedy? Yes, I do. One funny parasite story that involves comedy happened on my first day at the Betty Ford Center. I was walking through the hospital and I saw a woman with a really big schistosome infection oozing out of her skin. And to make matters worse, she was yelling and screaming at the top of her lungs. That sounds like it would be pretty funny. It was. But seriously, parasites can be really dangerous if they're not treated accurately and appropriately and appropriately. So it's important that we all understand how to prevent and treat parasitic infections. Thanks for having me on, Lexman. I really appreciate it. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Lexman Artificial Podcast. In today's episode, we interviewed Jeffrey Scheinlein, Director of Parasitology at the Betty Ford Center in Rancho Mirage, California, California. Jeffrey's research interests focus primarily on the epidemiology and treatment of parasitic diseases. Hmm. We discussed tracking parasites in humans and the different methods used to track them. And as always, if you have any questions or comments, feel free to join the conversation in the comments section below. I'll end this episode with this poem titled, The Worm That Turned by Charles Simic. 
the worm that turned, lured unsuspecting men, like flowers to a vine, escaping notice, until it pierced a tender place, a tender place, mm -hmm. and then the shouting, the howling, the tearing, mm -hmm. as arms became fevered hooks, latching onto something life, despising everything, 